0: To much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Gemma, welcome to the program. I'm so excited you're here. And what I want to take you back to is we met, you know, uh, uh, a week or so ago and you were telling your story. And this is why I wanted you to come on the program is that you were in an abusive relationship with your husband and you lived in an apartment 10 stories up and you were on the balcony thinking about uh, ending the pain by jumping off the balcony. And then you heard a voice and uh, the voice wasn't your neighbor upstairs. The voice was divine. So why don't you take us to that moment? What did the voice say and how did it change your life?
1: Of course you can jump. It's going to work but I'm going to give you the same life in worse. Is that really what you want? No. Okay, so leave by the door. And the conversation was over. That short conversation, that short exchange of word in my language, it was French at that time.
0: Nice.
1: Hearing that knowing that there is nobody around me. I'm alone. I have organized the window in order to be able to jump because there is some protection to avoid accidents, of course. I was ready. I had nothing. I had nothing to lose. I was done beyond done because of domestic violence. 15 years of domestic violence. Beaten, put down, raped, beside a ton of other six. But these are the big ones right two different relationships. one time five years one time ten years
0: okay so let me pause you right there for a moment because what's kind of interesting is this is uh god said to you hey sister you can jump if you want but the next lesson that you're going to get is going to be even more intense and i think that's how the world works is uh, if you're too dumb to get the lesson then uh god sends a messenger that's even more potent and once we learned the lesson, all the people we were attracting that were abusers or whatever, they just don't come anymore because we are the cause of what's going on. And not that anybody asks, I want to be beaten because nobody does that, except one of my customers, they're into SNM. No, i only kidding. Nobody does <laughs> knows that. But so that's why I think one of the most important things that I've learned is when something is going Wrong. I ask myself, "What's the lesson that the universe of God is trying to teach me?" And always an answer comes up, and then I go, "Huh." And once I truly learn that lesson, those situations just disappear out of my life. Uh, what would you say, uh, Gemma? Uh, do you find that to be true, or am I uh, smoking something I shouldn't be smoking?
1: No, this is absolutely true. This is also what I experienced. I remember when I was working, and in my work environment. Some people, I couldn't stand them, and some others, I adored them. Yes. And for a while, I was, and, and regularly, I'm, I think every six months or so, we were being moved inside the, the building. We had to move desk and move office and move environment. And it was a little bit stressful every single time because when I had someone I adored working with me in the same office, every time I was just looking at her, she was just like gorgeous, amazing, nice, easy to talk to. And so it was a pleasure to go to work. And then... Uh, they changed everything and they put me with a guy that I really did not like. I did not want to look. I didn't want to be there. And then I was starting to reflect on that uh, notion that you just mentioned. So yes. if I find a way to get along and to, to find, to, 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 to find a, a, a meaning to a relationship I do not want, will I allow the next change to be in my favor this time. <laughs> and, I, and I tried that. And I, and I tried to, to, to make friends with that person, to, to, to find common grounds, right. to, to, to organize things, to, to make myself so more relatable as well, even though we were so drastically different and so difficult to relate to one another. But it happened that after that, for a while, I was alone in the office. And that was a good time because that was a time of self-reflection. And that was a time of consideration. And I started to really realize what you just mentioned. When you learn your lesson, you do not have to learn it anymore. You will be tested a few times, sure, just to make sure. But beyond that, no more. So
0: what's kind of interesting is this, is like when you are tested again, you're a different person. So let's say... uh, Gemma, you and I were driving in the car, and we're kids, and uh, they have a game here in the U.S. It's called Punch Buggy. Whenever you see a Volkswagen bug, you punch your sibling uh, on the shoulder really hard. And it's just a game. You're looking for cars. It's just kind of a silly kid game. And uh, so, But let's say I hit you in the shoulder uh, really hard, and you've got like a bruise there. If I go near that shoulder, you're going to flinch. But if there's no bruise there, I can... uh, I can go near it, you won't flinch. And I think once you learn the lesson, you become a different person and that button within you that the other person could uh, press is gone. And when they go to press it, it's like, uh, hi, can I help you? And it just changes the way you show up. So yeah, learning the lesson is so critical. And here's the interesting part is that you can see the lessons that other people should be learning super easily. It's really hard to see the lessons we need to learn or what the right lesson is. And that's why we need friends that speak the truth, that can say, well, that's why I think God invented wives, is to tell us what we need to fix." <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's an interesting thing. It's true. When we are in the midst of chaos, in the midst of emotional pain and turmoil, how hard it is to touch the rock bottom and jump back, pivot. And change yeah. our thoughts.
0: That resiliency is so uh, is a hallmark of greatness. Is the ability to get back up. Are you going to get knocked down? Absolutely, one hundred percent. And but the ability to brush yourself off and come back up. And there's an interesting statistic. Uh, I don't remember. I'm not going to quote it. But here's the the sense of it. Is that it's much easier for people that have lost a million dollars. It took them a long time to become a millionaire or uh beyond that but when they lose it all coming back super easy because they know how to do it and they can just come back because it's not that big a deal and half of that is all mindset stuff and that same's true with the relationship and the person that i want you to fall in love with uh gemma is is you and dear viewers and listeners fall in love with yourself because when you fall in love with yourself if it's more like uh, uh you know Oh my God, mm, you're so beautiful. I love you. Maybe not that, but it's like I accept myself for my strengths, my weaknesses. And, and uh, when we do that, it also changes our behavior that some of that negative behavior just disappears because we don't need to keep on reminding ourselves. It's just like, okay, I'm accepting it. And then, so let me ask you, Gemma, we're going to put you on the spot. Are you ready? I'm ready. Put your finger on the thing to hang up on me if you need to. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> where is. An area in your life where you don't show up as as wonderful as you normally are in other places? Where's that one area right now where you uh maybe are uh self-conscious or uh not as wonderful as you want to be?
1: In the consistency. Yeah. In showing up consistently. With the same energy, with the same strength, with the same dedication, with the same passion, because I change every day. And then yeah. it's like, ah, I have to do that again. Okay, so let's do that again. So it really has to become a higher level mission and vision in order to maintain, of being, in order to maintain the consistency. And And quitting is so easy. You just don't do anything and it's done. (laughs) But continuing and keep on going and with resilience, with accepting that you are not perfect, and keep on doing it. And accepting suddenly negative feedback or hurtful feedback because people have their own button. And some things that you are are going to just trigger them. It says nothing about you. It says about them that they have a bruise. However, the return and the backlash can be sometimes hard.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we've all had, everybody watching this and uh, or listening to this, have you ever had this instant where you reacted badly, where somebody did something this big, like an inch big, and you reacted a mile wide? And later on you go, why the hell did I do that? It's like, you know, they, they did this little thing and I reacted like a maniac. And the reason you reacted like a maniac is this, is so first first thought, uh, if you think of this really large room, and on one side of the room you have a piano, and you go there and you hit the key C minor, and on the other side of the room you've got a harp, some of those strings are gonna start vibrating that have a sympathetic resonance to that note. So sometimes what's happening is the event that happened to you happened when you, 20 years ago or 30 years ago, something traumatic. And somebody is doing something right now that is uh, very small, but it resonates with that old wound. And the energy comes from the old wound. And you're just reacting with your mate right now. It's like, how dare you tell me to put the tube on the toothpaste? Nobody tells me what to do. And it's like, why did I make such a big deal? Because of that. And so when that shit happens, the thing to really look at is this, is look at, let me go back to that moment where I overreacted. Where in my body did I feel that And when you figure out where you feel that, uh, negativity, just put your hand there and just say this magic word. Uh, you may want to write this down, Gemma. Uh, here it is. The word is hello. Just simple as that. I was just kidding about writing it down, but just say hello to the feeling and say, what are you trying to teach me? And an answer will come up. And that answer will give you insights to what's really going on. And I think that's just finding out who we are and, uh, Learning from it, I think, is the journey of life. So, uh, Gemma, what's a lesson you've learned, uh, let's say in the last year or two, that you kind of go, wow, you know, I could have learned it earlier, but I'm so glad I I learned this lesson. What's the lesson you've learned? Showing up. Yeah. Daring
1: to show up. You know, this, this story of domestic violence ended in 2013. It's almost 10 years ago. yes close to that from that moment on i met my third last and dream husband sasha who is absolutely amazing in every way and taught me what a real good gentle husband is taught me to love to respect to live in harmony and from the beginning because he's so very much spiritually aware And he was able to see through me, and he told me, "You are going. You are a speaker, a show host. You are inspiring women. You are doing so much goodness in that world. Just, just be that. You have your story. Publish it." And I was there, yeah, that's your story, it's not mine. Yeah, you see yourself in me, it's not me. And, and I was trying to really push back and decline and not dare to show up. I stayed in the closet so long, so long.
0: So here's a, here's a couple of things that you just said that were like uh, really important. Uh, one is, uh, what's the name of your current husband? Sasha. Sasha. So Sasha could have shown up uh, 15 years ago, or 20 years ago. And I, my hypothesis is you would have said, loser, get out of here, because you would not have been ready for that to, or to accept that love would have been. So one of the things that people do is this, is they know that who they are, even consciously, they may not, but they know at some level who they are. And they go, if this sucker Sasha is going to fall mm-hmm. For this cheap veneer that I put on, what kind of person is he? He's an idiot. But this other person that's mean to me—they kind of really understand me. And so, a, there's that. So you got to wait till you're ready to find the right person. And B, uh, that once you get the insight, doesn't mean it automatically happens. You need somebody in your corner like Sasha saying, "You could, you know, share your story." And initially, the old pattern is like, "No, no, I could never do that." But then slowly you get around to it. And when you get around to it, what happens is this and I'm going to get you to validate this or tell me I'm crazy, is that I suspect my hypothesis, my crystal ball, and my powers of uh, basically say that when you actually stepped into it, that it felt very comfortable. Oh, God. That this is who it's I am. The
1: best, absolutely, 100%. As soon as I took on and I decided, you know what, I am doing it. I don't care about any resistance. I'm doing it. I promise. And for me, I have a, a special connection to the moon. And nice. the moon was doing its all uh, its entire eclipse and back in May, and I and I looked and I watched for hours, and I looked everything going out and coming back within hours. And suddenly, I reminded. I was reminded, probably spiritually, but it was more like a knowing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I agree. I am doing that show now. I love it. That moment, I started immediately to connect with people, to create the calendar, to start to have those intro calls, to figure out who is who, what is the story, to put the specific story, which is very similar to mine with other kind of abuse, and are really inspiring victims hiding in plain sight can be anybody, for yes. this
0: matter. And it can be men also. Victims, it's not just women that are being victimized. This is why
1: you say we have 75% women in the audience. That means that 25% are men and everything in between. Yes. So that means that it's not only women. There is much more. There is much more.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, Gemma, before we go further, I need you to do me a favor. And what I want you to do is look into your Instagram camera. And I want you to give me a big smile when you get a chance. So that's going to be our cover photo, by the way, uh, nice. for what we're doing. So I'm going to go done there. I'm going to go save photo. And so, man, we're multitasking all over the place. So, Gemma, here's a... If you could go back in time uh, 30, 40 years ago and talk to, to little Gemma.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: What message... So the events that happen to you, happen to you. But uh, as human beings, what we do, we're meaning-making machines. So when something happens, we make meaning about it and we make meaning about ourselves. But if we had the insight of what's about to happen and we had this extra knowledge, we could change the meaning of that event that would change us. So if you could go back in time to Gemma, the little girl, what message would you give her so that when these bad things happen to her, she would uh, change the meaning of the events, by definition, change the meaning that she made about herself. So what conversation would you have with uh, little Gemma?
1: That's a wonderful question because it's so useful. So useful. I would say something like... It is not about your parents. It is not about your teachers. It is not about your siblings. It is not about your bully buddies. It's about you. Everything that you see in others is a reflection of you. If you feel that. and see, yes. If you see and feel that you are being abused, that means that you are abusing yourself. If you see or feel that you are being loved, that means that you are loving yourself. If you see or feel that you are happy, that means that you are making yourself happy. What you imagine that others are doing to you, you are actually giving meaning to your own feelings because we are meaning-making machine, as you say.
0: Excellent. Because I think one of the things that's really kind of interesting is that... uh, Oftentimes, we blame ourselves. Uh, I think in a last conversation, we were on, a, on an interview, and I had this client that uh, was sexually abused by her father, and uh, there was pleasure in it. And she still felt so guilty about that with physical, biological beings. And it was like, I don't know, time out. That is that's perfectly fine. And then it was just an extra level of guilt and blame upon herself. It was like, you do let go of that. The body is the body, the mind is the mind, the heart is the heart. And one of the things we need to do is to really figure out, you know, what's the meaning of this? What meaning am I making? And that's where you get freedom from that. One of the things you mentioned was your parents. Like, you know, there's a, a, a theory that when we decide to come down on uh, planet Earth, that we make... Uh, deals with other souls that you know I need to learn this lesson who's volunteering to be my parents because they need to learn this and so if even if what i'm telling you is total bullshit no
1: it's not uh, i know really,
0: that uh, what if it was just a useful lie that if you saw the world that way it's like huh so what do i need to learn from my parents and what they did and uh, once we figure out what we need to learn we can just take that lesson and kind of move on because i think that's what we need to do is to figure out you know, how we let go of our fear. And one of the ways we hold on to fear like a death grip. Definitely. We, don't go, we don't go near it, but we also grab onto it. So when you have a, 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 an electrical wire that's got a short in it and we touch it, most people, their fingers clasp around it and we hold on to it, even though we're being electrocuted. And so what we need to do is to figure out, okay, if I can learn the lesson... then I can let go of it. And it doesn't repeat. And if it does repeat, we're a different person. It does make a difference. Mm -hmm. So why don't you and I, I've been doing this today. It's going to be like heavy lifting. Uh, Gemma, are you ready for heavy lifting? I love that. Okay. So you and I are going to do six pieces of advice to be a wholesome, happy human being. And since you're our guest of honor, you come up with the first piece of advice people can use right now to see the world differently, be differently. I'll do number two. Then we'll go three, four, five, six. Number one, take it away. What's the first piece of advice you'd give people?
1: Turn within. Close your eyes. Feel yourself. This is the first place. This is the origin of your experience.
0: Absolutely. Number two, uh, I would say, listen to your heart, because your heart is a pump that pumps blood in your system and keeps you alive. But uh, you may have noticed, Gemma, that there have been very few songs about the liver, but millions upon millions of songs and poems about the heart is because it's not just a pump. It is this quantum device that connects you with the divine, connects you with the people that you love, and connects you with your higher self. So just say hello to your heart and listen to your heart would be advice number two. Number three, back to you, Gemma.
1: Listen more than you speak. Yeah. Because when you listen, you receive insights that you couldn't come up by yourself.
0: Number four, that I want you to just notice minimum of one thing a day that you're grateful for. And so, for example, if I went, uh, I am grateful for Gemma. Uh, Who cares? Gemma doesn't even care. But if I add the because, because we had a delightful, insightful conversation that allowed me to learn that's what the juice is. So once a day, one thing minimum, something you're grateful for, and more importantly, the because, because that's what the juice is. Back to you, Gemma, on number five.
1: When you have a goal, know your why and know your why not, oh, both.
0: brilliant. The second one's even way more important than the why. Yes
1: absolutely you know why not stop you know why you do it you know why you will not quit you know why you you you, i mean this is brilliant your why not
0: oh absolutely and here is my number six and have Fun every day. You gotta have some fun in your life because that is the juice that keeps you going. I mean, you've got Sasha, and it's an amazing uh, relationship. But if you weren't having fun, he loves me, cares for me. Yeah, after a while, it'd be like draining. It was like we're having fun together, we're laughing. That's what uh, when life happens, fun. That's why the French drink a lot, a lot of wine. I'm certain of it. So Gemma. Before we part company, I've got three questions for you. Are you ready?
1: Let's go for it.
0: Numero uno. In your work, as you're interviewing people and doing the work that you do, where is the joy and the happiness? Where do you find the joy and the happiness in your work?
1: In admiring and cheering up those wonderful, strong, powerful, and visionary women who have prevailed over their form of abuse and just be able to admire them and be inspired by them and realizing that we are at the same level. I'm there too. Ah,
0: love it. Question number two. What is one mind hack or technique you'd like to share with people that would allow them to be more productive, sexier, happier?
1: Tap into emotional freedom technique. It's so simple and so potent.
0: Oh, so uh, take me through it.
1: Yeah, so very simple. You realize and you become aware of your negative emotions. You choose what are the positive, uplifting emotions you want to experience. Yes. And now you gently tap on your meridian punch. Yes. Oh, I love it. Simple. And you just stop. And you pronounce, okay, I let go of my negative emotion. I let go of my desire to quit. I let go of all of that. And I still fully and completely love and accept myself as Word I am. That. I love and
0: it. And
1: then you go through the entire meridian of above, the, uh, above here. Eyebrows. On the side of the eyes. Over here. Underneath, exactly, oh, yeah. underneath the eyes, above the mouth, under the mouth, on the collarbone, and on the side of the body, of the torso, and you finish on top of the head.
0: No, and you do
1: it from one hand or the other hand or both hands. It's equal. You do it the way you're comfortable with. But doing that, first of all, releasing the negative and then calling in the positive. Same way. Same gentle tapping. Uh, just with it. The, the top of your fingers. It's
0: so incredible. here's two pieces of uh, data for that. Number one, uh, A, this works. Try it. What do you have to lose? And under the armpit thing, you have to go to the one that's stinkier. Just kidding. You don't have to do that. Yeah, definitely <laughs> this one right here. <laughs> so here's the third question, Gemma. Uh, what's the question I should have asked you that I did not? Oh. What's the name of your show? What's the name of your show, Gemma? I, I, people are desperate to know
1: it is real talk real women breaking the silence around abuse
0: i i love it says exactly what you guys do Gemma, thank you so much for being on the show with me today i really really enjoyed your presence and your message and it was so much fun
1: so much fun for me too thank you so much really really a pleasure to be here